You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. For KUSP with time to read and a book worth your valuable reading time, I'm Rick Kleffel. History is in the eye and age of the beholder. For some readers, a novel set in the 1960s is historical, a tale from a time before they set their feet upon this earth. For others, it's simply a novel of the past. For Charles Fraser, Nightwoods, a taut, sparse tale of terror set in Appalachia in the early 1960s, is timeless. Part noir, part Southern Gothic, Nightwoods operates in Flannery O'Connor country. Good women try to stay out of the way, good men try to find their way, and bad men have their way. Luce's new stranger children were small and beautiful and violent. She learned early that it wasn't smart to leave them unattended in the yard with the chickens. Later, she'd find feathers, a scaled yellow foot with its toes clenched. Neither child displayed language at all, but the girl glared murderous expressions at her if she dared ask where the rest of the rooster went. In its prose and plotting, Nightwoods has a gentle but powerful rhythm that carries the reader into Fraser's gorgeously rendered Appalachian setting. Fraser's plot is pretty straightforward. Luce is the caretaker of a disused lodge right out of a Stephen King novel, who has had her murdered sister's kids dropped off at her door. Sooner rather than later, the man who murdered Luce's sister is going to have to find those children and silence them forever. There's a musical feel to this book, and it's for a good reason. Fraser took his inspiration from music. One of the things on my mind really early with this one is those old Southern Appalachian murder ballads where some man has usually knocked up a young woman and kills her and leaves. The woman says, uh, William, oh William, please tell me your mind. And he says, my mind is to kill you and leave you behind. But music was not Fraser's only inspiration. I don't know exactly what to call this book. It has elements of mystery in it, but I guess I think of it as a sort of a noir. And I was watching just dozens of those wonderful old movies. Night of the Hunter, or my favorite, Out of the Past. Fraser's previous novels, Cold Mountain and Thirteen Moons, were set in the 19th century, and his decision to set his new novel in the 20th century also took its inspiration from music, as did his character. With Luce, this woman who's very closed in and is, is holding the world at arm's length by being the caretaker of this isolated old lodge, when I realized that she might listen to this really raw R&B music from the late 50s and early 60s, that very, very passionate, powerful music. She describes it as if it's a prayer being offered. The timeless feel of the setting serves as the perfect backdrop as the characters head towards a potentially sweet romance and inevitable violence. There's this story that's wanting to move quickly, but then you've got to slow down If you're really going to write about characters and places, you've got to slow down. So I was having a good time writing this book, letting those two things kind of be pulling in opposite directions sometimes. Nightwoods is joyful but intense, a literary murder ballad, a wailing song of love and woe. For KUSP with Time to Read, I'm Rick Kleffel. Find out more at agonycolumn.com.
They found Mary Bellows cuffed to the bed The rag in her mouth and a bullet in her head Oh, oh Mary Bellows She'd grown up hungry, she'd grown up poor She left her home in Arkansas You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony.